Well, hello, hello. This is the Mary and Joe show. I'm actually just popping in to let everybody know that I was on a fantastic podcast as an actual guest. And if you want to check that out, you definitely should look at the link below as that episode, that podcast will be released tomorrow at 4.20 a.m. So today is the 17th. So it's actually today in the next four hours and what, 17 minutes? (laughs) I thought I would just pop in and let everybody know I had a wonderful, very diverse conversation about cannabis and my experience and what's brought me to actually be so public about my health. And you can find all of that on the Creative Intuitive podcast. So I will link that below. You can find it on Anchor. You can find it on a lot of other platforms too, but um, just wanted to stop in. It's 12.14 in the morning, (laughs) and I'm having the worst back pain tonight. We have rain coming in. I can feel it. So I thought I would just stop in and do a quick token talk, let everybody know what's going on and how I actually found this lovely um, podcaster, fellow creative, (laughs) and Cannamom who's suffering with Crohn's disease, unfortunately, and lupus, and is absolutely very strong about how she feels of not using pharmaceuticals and finding relief with cannabis and not needing surgery because of cannabis. So we also have a lot of experiences with um, not being diagnosed and having years of misdiagnosis. (laughs) And to top it off, the worst of all, scoliosis and our journey with that. So this is only one episode of several we'll be doing, but absolutely wanted to pop in here and let everybody know what was going on. And I had found her on Anchor just by chance, just like everyone else who finds everyone on Anchor and other platforms. I was just looking for somebody to listen to and her podcast was incredible and has so many wonderful interviews and I just had to shout her out. So that's how the journey started. I would say almost maybe going on three weeks. (laughs) And so I am packing my last bowl, probably my last bowl, it's pretty low, of my Girl Scout cookies that I grew for over two years as I had a mother plant. And this actually came from a seed that I had bought from a shake from a dispensary, a recreational here local to Parachute, Colorado, called Tumbleweeds. And they're actually a really interesting dispensary, Um, especially because of the fact they have a drive-thru. Yes, you heard me. (laughs) They have a drive-thru. They are amazing in regards to what they're trying to make comfortable, but I didn't continue to go there because their prices are not as good as Bud's Collective. Um, Bud's Recreational that I have spoken about. So this is a very honorable bowl, I think, for a podcast because why not stop and appreciate the last little keef of this amazing uh, strand. It's very lemony. And when I grew it, um, the first time, grew it under a tree in the middle of the yard. No serious expectations of it growing. I even had like a little stick that I took a piece of tape. I mean, I really had no expectation of this plant surviving, but I feel like that's the truth of this genetic because I am growing it still amazingly, 
due to a neighbor having a clone from the plant that I initially had. So we're going on three years now that I'm growing this plant. And even though I have tons of seeds of it, this was a, a backdoor um, low light. So it actually flowered early, but lasted a really long time. And at the end of the harvest, I had to pull them early because we got a frost. But this particular plant, I let go on as long as I could until it showed signs that it was no longer <laughs> going to be giving more hairs or any of the trichomes that were developing. Um, and the colas on this particular plant were incredible. They were um, very heavy. <laughs> I had to rope them up, let's put it that way. And so sticky that I could touch the plant and hold it and it would stay sticking to my hand. Um, trimming it took a long time because it was so keefy and it's like you don't want to cut too much off but you don't want a really grassy flavored plant but incredibly this particular genetic that I've grown so long has just gotten better and better and better <laughs> so I have to say I'm very happy but this is the last bowl you hear that that's nothing but I have a beautiful steamroller right here I'm going to try to enjoy and go to bed. As I said, it is 12 a.m. in the morning, and I just am so excited to release um, the information about the podcast that I was a part of. So it's just very important to share with all of you lovely listeners who are being so dedicated and awesome, sticking through all my lovely random podcasts. <laughs> and I actually will be bringing the creative intuitive onto my podcast for many different topics in the future. So definitely follow this podcast and go check out hers. And if you're not following Instagram, please go check out the Mary and Joe shows Instagram and follow my Twitter because I'll be putting more and more content out and choosing where I want to do live streams. So there'll be interviews, there'll be lots and lots of chit chats. And um, I'll be shouting out a lot of can of moms in the future. I'm putting together a list of some of the greatest and the best that I have ran across. And um, in due time, I will share all of these people with you, all you listeners and new followers. <laughs> and especially, please get a hold of me if any of the subjects you listen to strike a nerve, hit a chord. <laughs> if you understand and you specifically would like to add your two cents to a podcast, then you understand and you're here to help educate other can of moms about having a voice please get a hold of me. I want to hear from you. But cheers if you're smoking. I'm actually amazingly, coffee doesn't affect me like most people. It's more like it's like keeps me going in my digestion, but I'm sipping on some cocoa coffee right now. Some lovely little marshmallows in there. So cheers. Oh, it's so yummy. <coughs> it's always how it's been. <coughs> oh, yes. And the funny part about this particular um, plant that I grew, as I said, it was a clone off the larger plant. And then I put it in a specific uh, darker area just to see what it would do. And it's amazing how you adjust light and it can adjust the flavor and how potent it is because this particular one is so much better than the 
um, larger plant I had. And the reason that it didn't make it this time is unfortunately I didn't bring them in quick enough and they root rot it. So it was like black mold coming through the stem. Um, <clears throat> and in the future, as I've said in plenty of other podcasts, please follow me on the social media sites because I'll be sharing my experience and my process of how I grow. I think it's very important for us moms who are growing for medical reasons to share our knowledge. I feel like in many ways it's a dying art and we all have our own experiences very much useful to one another. So (laughs) follow along. As I said, I'm going to be, I'm probably not going to be growing this specific one again because I already have a clone going, but I do want to try some other genetics that I have been gifted or have collected over the years from buying medicine. So again, experiences, if you guys know anything about the genetics that I speak of, please comment, leave a message here on Anchor or get a hold of me. And again, cheers to this. (laughs) I am so sad to see this bowl go. I just can't even explain it. this one again because it was grown in low lighting it affects me more like an indica but the larger plant the mother plant that (coughs) particular plant affected me so much like a sativa I was jittery (coughs) so (coughs) this one (coughs) did not give me any seeds But the one in the larger light, you know, bigger area plant, uh, gave me plenty of seeds. So it's really strange. I know that what I had was what it was, but again, and they smelled the same, they tasted the same, but they don't feel the same. And that's the truth. It's all about learning the strand, especially when you grow. I think you just, um, as a person who uses the plant specifically for medicine, It's really important to understand what you're growing. Every plant is not created equally. Let's be honest. Um, Some are just pretty. I grew a very large sweet tooth last year. And that plant was beautiful. As beautiful enough that I would say you could add to a bouquet in a wedding. When you have pink hairs and beautiful uh, array of flower. uh, Just the plant was seven feet tall. Yes, (laughs) seven feet tall, but I bent it completely stealth grow into a circle, into a large um, spot. And I found that stressing the plant out also gave it a lot more um, yield. And I've learned that over the years from YouTubers that gave me specific advice when I was growing in California. And if you're new to this anchor, (laughs) to this podcast, please check out my YouTube channel. Now the videos, they're coming from six going on seven years here that I actually in August, I believe it'll be seven years that I've been making content about how my cannabis has been helping me, how my health has been up and down and all the diagnoses I've went through and specifically growing because by chance, the community on YouTube the cannabis community and the grower community sought me out and saw that I needed to learn how to grow for myself. And were they right? Yes. Boy, were they right. As I said, a seven feet, seven foot tall plant 
in the soil that God gave you, on the property you're living on, and the medicine that lasts for over six months and saves you hundreds of dollars, you must be thankful (laughs) in every way, shape, and form. But again, it's learning the art because I have grown many, many times, many, many genetics, and I think it all had to do with how far I allowed the plant to go. If I didn't have a container large enough, I limited that plant from doing what God gave its genetics to do. And if I didn't give it nutrients when it was screaming in the way that it was betraying itself, I say on a funny angle, but I will repeat this, and I have said it in another podcast, but let's repeat this. You know, not every flower is created equally, and I've always thought that cannabis is more of the female of the true bitch (laughs) of that uh, emotional who knows what's going to happen day to day and you don't know what you're going to have because not every red-headed lady is the same and not every red-headed or red-haired bud is the same if you really do look at the reality um, when you're growing tomatoes as they say they're very friendly to the weed family of cannabis I have to say, that is a male plant. So is a rose and everything else. Yeah, they may be finicky, but there's nothing like growing cannabis. And when you fall in love, and this is my point, when you fall in love with that particular female, it changes you. (laughs) And I am completely being realistic to growing. And as a woman, I am not at all saying that it's not easy. It's very... it it's difficult if you make it difficult if you open your mind you ask questions you reach out you teach yourself because you will never grow without expanding you will never find answers without seeking so coming out of your comfort zone as as people say <laughs> you know not just buying it you know not just i mean the main thing that that shocked me after growing and i've said this in other podcasts is when I used to take my bottle of medicine, I would just do everything I could to scrape the last little bit. But I never took precedence to what was on my plate or what I had accidentally potentially fell on the floor. And since I grew and I learned that trimming and every little last little bit of leaf, centimeters, inches, feet matter when it comes to growing. And if you drop that, especially in harvest, if you drop that that butt on the ground and it's sitting on the dirt. Do you actually care anymore because you have pounds and pounds of medicine? But when you were growing that small little plant, it seemed like, oh, that's all I have, right? Or even worse, if you're in that comfort zone, as I say, and that comfort zone's only limiting you, unfortunately, to what you could pick up from the dispensary or your friend or the grower next door, whatever. That's where, unfortunately, other people are controlling your medicine. And I feel like very strongly as a person who's grown now for, I guess, going on six years, uh, more like five, solid. (laughs) Um, What I have learned is in mistakes. But what I have gained is in listening to other growers and expecting that I don't have all the answers because it's not tomatoes. (laughs) let's have that conversation again as I said there's a male plant and then there's a female plant and I'm not talking about hemp I'm just saying if you fall in love with growing cannabis 
I promise you, you could probably grow anything because at that point you've dealt with a bitch. <laughs> at that point, you've been able to seek out what's going to work for you. And at the reality of all of this, I have a, a real appreciation for when a sprout comes out of the ground, even if it's a weed. I have a real appreciation now for a grower who did the best he could and you buy that medicine because it smells good, but it doesn't smoke good. But you must respect that grower. He did everything he could, most likely. He brought it to the surface. He said, someone will smoke this. <laughs> and that might sound silly, but it's like, it's really real if you are someone who is using cannabis for medicine. It becomes a bigger perspective of just a flower in a, in a plastic bottle. It becomes a bigger perspective when you put that seed in the dirt. And at the end of the day, when you can actually say, I have access to things to make me feel better, I don't see anything wrong with that about sharing it with the rest of the people that may need answers too. And thus, that's what I'm doing here. So as my podcast continues to expand on other subjects and I get a little bit more deep into my personal life, past life, and current, I really do hope all of you follow along and share your experiences too because I really would like to hear from all of you and get to know who's listening. The reality is that I am just a 33-year-old single mom doing the best I can to manage my pain, and I have limited access with the healthcare services and answers to my diagnosis, and you'll learn all about that on the podcast with the Creative Intuitive. If you go check it out, and about, as I said, oh, we're on, like, I think we're on the countdown of four, no, three hours and, no, yes, four hours and 20 minutes still, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but this podcast is 17 minutes. I'm going to finish this bowl and post this and hopefully all of you enjoyed this little chit chat about randomness and exploring new podcasters out there and friends of mine I'm getting to know and really respect them being so honest about their own struggle. It's not an easy journey to be public when you use cannabis and especially if you're a mother. And that's really where I believe the louder and normalizing that we do about what is actually helpful and how we personally see our lives and how we're sharing it with the people around us is where I really believe we break the stigma. So again, contact me if I've convinced you now. If you're writing that direct message, great. <laughs> Send it. I want to hear from you. But in the meantime, if you're just a listener guess what? You're in for a ride because I haven't put my plants in the ground yet and I got a lot to share. <laughs> and <clears throat> it's been really weird with connecting with so many amazing people because it just reinstills hope, I believe, in a lot of our lives that we're doing something right if we're actually making a wave. And I appreciate all the people who have taken time out of their lives to take time to put into my life and vice versa. <coughs> Sharing each other's experiences is just a liberating experience. <coughs> I wish this anchor had a pause button for lovely choking moments, you know? Just keep your volume on medium. <laughs> And I'm playing with ideas to start chopping up old videos 
from the YouTubes as far back as 2012 and allowing some of the content to be released here in a audio version. Now, some of it will be creatively edited and other clips and podcasts will seriously just be released in full content. So I'm not sure, but I've been feeling it out and having a lot of sense that this probably would be very helpful to a lot of you out there when I didn't have medicine, when I didn't have the experience to grow. Um, My voice is still my voice. And though I've grown from it, um, that's why I'm saying I may add a little tidbits of information in between the clips of an audio from an old video. And if that sounds interesting, please applaud this episode or share it out or get at me, tweet at me. Um, I'm excited. I really feel like there's, there's growth in connecting. It's just been really wonderful. And again, I think the word is liberating. That's the best word I can give it. We're all warriors. We're super moms. Like we're the true embodiment, if it could be, because getting out your own head and being public about it and being okay to share your life in the best way you can, I think is just a magnificent thing. And it's just once you hashtag a little bit, you find each other. And that's a beautiful thing. Okay, I think I have one more hit. Here it comes. Bye-bye, cookies. I'll plant your sister. <laughs> I'll plant your sister or brother. I promise. <coughs> but your brother may have to be a salad. <coughs> or garnish on some toast. Because. <coughs> and if anybody out there is interested in any um, cannabis chat about cooking, I am definitely looking for some um, collaborative efforts on that because <clears throat> I know I'm not the only one out there who's using cannabis in an edible form. And I understand that the creative intuitive has this wonderful contraption that I'm going to try to buy soon called the magical butter machine. And she actually interviewed, um, one of the amazing people who are part of this team of creators. Definitely check out her podcast. Once again, you can check out that interview, um, linked I think two down from where I'll be in the <coughs> most recent episode. And I just think it's a really eye-opening conversation about how many different ways we can use cannabis. And not only that, but like I said, as a cooking side of this, do any of you out there use it in a recreational form? And do you use it daily? I would like to know. Um, edibly, you know. I've tried, but I don't like it on a regular basis. I kind of have to give myself tolerance with that because then you get cloudy at least for me um but smoking flour is different dabbing is the same way with edibles I kind of have to wait like I don't like to do it all the time um but like this machine I'm looking forward to purchasing it because it would really open up some new doorways to share with you guys in the community what I try and as me and the creative intuitive speak on her podcast, I unfortunately, I mean, fortunate, unfortunate, (laughs) I think it's odd. I have 12,000 pictures on Instagram and most of it is cannabis content. 
And because of that being so, I have a lot of food content, which I'll probably be repurposing um, to share with a lot of you guys out there. So if you're interested in seeing a visual of this podcast and collaborative efforts with other people, possible interviews on video form, please check out my YouTube. You can find me at Miss Chrono Chronicles. And I actually do have my own The Marion Joe Show podcast uh, YouTube, but I am not doing any content on there right now. I will let all of you know if I start being active there. Otherwise, just follow me on Miss Chronic Chronicles and Instagram and all the other places. And I'm sure I have like mind fucked all of you <laughs> with all the chit chat. So I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great night. We're at 24 minutes. I hope you all enjoyed this chit chat. And leave a comment. Get at me. I will talk to you soon. And go check out the interview with the lovely and the great, the creative intuitive. All of the links will be down below. Bye.